the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Our Response to the Word. Although God sends His Word to let us know about the things that God's willing to do, they aren't things that automatically happen for me and you. Most times, we have a part to play in whether we'll have or not have what God said in His Word that we can have. The key to our having and living out what it is that we heard in God's Word is our response to God's Word. If we respond properly to God's Word, like He wants us to do, we'll experience the awesome things that God has made available to me and you. But if we don't respond properly to God's Word, then we'll be one of those saints who heard what the Word said that we can have, but never experienced the things or the life that God's Word said that we can have. And that'll be because we didn't respond properly to the Word we heard. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, that we learn to respond properly to God's Word. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called, Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. There's more waiting on you. All you got to do is believe it. It's called the truth. Give you another definition for truth. You're going to like this one. Truth is a statement proven to be or accepted as true. It's proven to be or accepted as true. God says, not only do I want you to accept it as truth, but I'm going to prove it to be true to you. God said, not only do I, <laughs> oh, I got to calm myself down. Not only do I need you to accept this as true, but I'm going to prove to you that it's true. I'm going to prove to you that your, that your faith is not in vain. I'm going to prove to you that he that believeth on the Lord shall not be ashamed. I will prove to you but I need you to do something to let me prove it. We're going to talk about that in a little while. Then, then, then. Here's another one. Truth is also fidelity to an original or standard. Fidelity to an original or standard. I like that word fidelity. In case you ain't in the $50 words, it's talking about faithfulness. That you stay true to the truth. You stay true. See, the truth is fidelity to an original or a standard. Reverend baby, stand up. Now, as long as I stay in line with her, I stay in line with the standard. God gives me a word, tells me what the standard is. Be holy, even as your father in heaven is holy. So I can be holy because he told me I could do it because that's the standard. But what believers do is begin to waver from the standard. They begin to waver from the standard. But all while they waver from a standard, they're wavering from a standard based upon a lie. Because the truth keeps the standard. 
the truth keeps the standard because it's fidelity to a standard. And as long as I believe that the word is true and align myself in the tr- in, and put myself in the truth. Help me, baby. Put me in the truth. The truth will put me. Wait, go back where you were. <laughs> the truth will wrap itself around me and take me into the position of the standard and line me up exactly where the standard is so I can be in the exact position the way the standard is. And as long as I'm within, within that exact position, then God can now keep me and do what he wants to do in the midst of my life. God can now protect me, provide for me, and come through for me the way he wants to. And if I begin to start leaning toward a lie, say, you can't have it, you can't have it. Then if I keep listening to that, then I'll go further and further away from the standard. But the truth will speak and bring me back with and, and if I allow myself to work with it, I'll bring myself back within the standard and allow myself to be taken back within the standard. Whereas it'll say to me to, that, I, that the only thing that you ought to be dealing with is that which is holy. But then I'll look over here and I'll see, I'll see secular ungodly music. I'll see MTV and all the other things that will begin to start pulling me, the perfect Christian, away from the standard. But then it will remind me, be holy, even as I'm holy. And it'll bring me back on point and allow me to be back in the perfect line where I'm supposed to be. Because all while I'm out here, I'm outside of the protection. That's right, that's right. See, this part of me is still protected. That's right, that's right. But this part is wide open. And in the crosshairs of the devil where he can take me out. And that's what happens to good Christians. Thank you, baby. Have a seat. That's why we bury them so early. Teaching real good right now. That's why we do, do, that's why sometimes, not the only reason, but sometimes why we have to do so many hospital visits. It's because they stepped outside of the standard and got, and got hit. The Bible says, y'all ready for this one? Y'all ain't ready for this. Y'all ready for this? The Bible says over Matthew as well as Mark that you'll eat deadly things and it will not hurt you. Pick up deadly things and it will not hurt you. That's when you, as long as you're walking according to the standard. Step outside the standard. You'll be destroyed by the same thing that you ate before that didn't even bother you. Snakes will take, jump on you. Won't even hurt you. Why? Because you're within the standard. Ask Paul when he was on the Isle of Melita. He'll tell you. A, a, a viper fastened itself upon him. And when it fastened itself upon him, it began to pump in him all kind of deadly poisons. And everybody around him was expecting him to drop dead. But he did not drop dead. Why? Because he was within the standard that God had him to. He was a representative and an apostle of truth. Are you listening to me? That's why I tell you, this brother ain't dying early. You ain't either. You want to hear another one? I will not die in a plane crash. I don't care if the plane drop. I'm walking away. Ain't nobody. If nobody else walk away, I'm walking away. Because I'm kept by the living God. I'm teaching good right now. Because I'm going to stay in truth. I ain't, I ain't stepping outside of truth. What about you? Amen. Oh, he's just so, so pompous. No, I'm faith-filled. Amen. Amen. We need to stay within truth. Now, this is not man's version of truth. When he says the truth, this ain't man's version because man's definition of truth includes conformity to facts. Man's truth includes conformity to facts or actualities. But actually, pastor, actually, anytime people tell you actually, the only thing that's supposed to run through your mind is nonconformity. <laughs> I'm teaching. Well, you need to understand nonconformity. 
because they're going to give you why it is that I need to no longer conform to the truth that was said, but I need to modify it to match my situation. We well, don't understand my situation, Pastor. You don't understand what I'm dealing with. I understand that with the Bible. I understand that with the Bible people. I understand that with all your little word of faith people. But you ain't never been in my situation. No, I ain't. But I know somebody that's been tempted on all points, but without sin. And he is the truth. He did not err. He did not make the mistake. He's a high priest that's been touched with the feelings of all your infirmities, but did it without sin. And he can teach you how to do it without sin. Without making a mistake. Oh, yes, you can. Question is, is will you conform to the truth? You know, you know, you know, can, can we talk? We good at conforming. For real, we good at it. I mean, we, we master conformers. Only question is, what you going to conform to? We good at conforming. Let us move, move into another culture. Move, move into another place. Come on up in here. Might be walking around with with big old baggy blue jeans on and stuff like that, get hired in a place where all they wear is Brooks Brothers. See if you keep coming up in there in baggy jeans. This thing called a paycheck will help you conform. You go to Brooks Brothers in a second, go pick up some Brooks Brothers stuff, you'll even have little pleats in the back, you know, like they do. And you just walk around with little pleats in the back and you just walk around. They'll say to you, say, they'll say, everybody say, how you doing? Fine, how are you? <laughs> Step outside. How you doing? Yo, it's so was shaking, baby. Everything alright? It's alright. <laughs> but then step back in there. How you? I'm doing fine. How about you? <laughs> we got no trouble conforming. None. Come on up in here. Anybody been here married? Yes. I'm coming at you. Remember back when you wanted them? Don't think back too far. Y'all taking too long to answer. Remember, remember back when you wanted them? Oh, is that what it is? They still want them? Oh, okay. Amen. Praise God. Give me a revelation. But back then, if you found out they like blue, all right now, you might not even really care for blue. But you find some blue in the midst up in your wardrobe. You might not even like horror movies. Y'all don't know nothing about what I'm talking about, but she did. I remember back when we was going together, we wasn't saved. No, understand this, we wasn't saved. We wasn't saved. But even when I wasn't saved, I didn't like horror movies. I couldn't stand no horror movies. I didn't like them. I never did like them. I ain't kidding. I didn't like them. Now, my wife was a horror movie aficionado back then. I mean, and the bloodier, the better back then. That's because she was seeking for the blood. I'm going to give it some spiritual connotation. Just looking for it in all the wrong places. Gushing all out of people on movie screens and stuff. But the brother wasn't into that. Until I met her. Still didn't like it. But somehow or another, I found myself in the movie theater, next to Reverend Baby, throwing popcorn on the people behind me and beside me when the stuff would happen. I <laughs> There's one little boy I'll never forget. You remember that face? We was in, well, don't, I don't even, don't even remind. We was in one little nasty horror movie. It was a horrible horror movie and stuff like that. And, and she knew the part that was about to happen. Because, you know, she's ghosting him over and over again. I couldn't stand him. And she's like, would you come to the movie with me? And I'm like, baby, yeah, you know, I'll go with you. And she said, 
We're going to see such as, it was a sci-fi. She said, we, it was a horror movie. No, it was a horror movie, but I told you it was a sci-fi. She told me it was a sci-fi. Because she know I, I'll deal with sci-fis and stuff like that. As long as they ain't got all this gook and stuff up in it. And so she lied. Yeah, she wasn't saved. I told you she didn't lie. It, it told me it was. It was waiting on me. She was waiting on this one part. And this one part where they, they were sitting there eating, t- eating dinner at the table and everything like that. And everything was all fine and everything was all calm. You know how they always set you up with a calm before it about to happen. And it was all calm and everything like that. And all of a sudden, this person <laughs> fell on the table and his gut and his belly popped open. And this thing came out. Oh, Lord. Bro wasn't ready for that. Oh, and I, I was like, I screamed like a girl. I was like, ah! <laughs> I threw popcorn all up in the air and stuff, whatever, which way. This little boy, he was a little bitty little boy. He was sitting in the row in front of us. He quit watching the movie. He turned around, put his feet on the chair, and was like doing like this. And his mama kept saying, boy, turn around, turn around. He said, no, this is better than the movie. He was like, I was putting on a show. Brother couldn't handle it. Are you listening to me? I ain't never been about stuff like that. But when I seen that fine young lady right there, and she demonstrated interest in me. And I found out she like mess like that. <laughs> Bro sucked it up. And found myself sitting in the movies right next to her. I just, I just asked her to be gentle. I said, baby, you know I can't handle it. Try, try to keep it as tame as possible because you know I ain't into this stuff. Because I will conform. Come off of my standard in order to match what it is that I wanted. Do you want what God has in store for you? Do you want what God is placing for over you? Then that means you'll be willing to conform to whatever he tells you to conform to. That means you're willing to move. And see, this is good. Everybody say, what's good? good? That whatever he tells you is the truth. That's going to keep you and protect you too. So it ain't like he's going to set you up like she set me up. Didn't tell me the truth. Told me it was a sci-fi when it was a horror movie. I had to sit there with my eyes closed the whole time. I mean, I was paying more money to see my eyelids than you could count. I was sitting up in the movie with my eyes closed the whole time and stuff. You don't have to close your eyes to the life that God's got for you. You can go and open them. Because everything you're going to see is going to be good. I'm teaching real here. See, man's definition of truth includes conforming to facts or actualities. Man thinks that conformity to a fact makes it true. That if I conform to it, then that makes it true. Well, just, this is just the way it is. No, that's the way it can be. But there are other alternatives. You got to understand this is the way it is. No, that's the way it can be. But that's not the way it has to be. See, Satan, see, truth begins with God. And then man must conform to it. God will share with you a word, a conformant to conform to. And it's up to you to then make the confirmation. Because if you don't conform to it, then he can't do for you what he wants to do. Satan desires to conform you to facts, not truth. He wants to conform you to facts, not truth. Can we talk? Divorce court is filled with people who are dealing with facts, not truth. They're dealing with facts. The other one's a fool. That's a fact, Jack. (laughs) The other one's worthless. That's a fact, Jack. They get on my nerves. That's a fact. And I can't. Nope, that's not a fact. I can't deal with it no more. That's not a fact. Because the truth says you can do all things through Christ which strengthens you. The truth says you are more than conquerors through him that loved you. The truth says that you can love. 
And love makes a decision to make it through to the end and has the power to be able to do so. Love does not fail. That means lose its strength or power. It does not weak, weaken and lose its strength or power. It stays strong the whole time. I just can't take no more. <laughs> That's a fact, but not the truth. Because there's a truth that will transcend that fact and will empower you once it wraps itself around you, will strengthen you and take you to where God, I just, I, I don't do well on tests. That was a fact, but that's not the truth. Because if you just let the word do what it says it'll do, it will empower you and you'll be busting A's all over the place. Oh yes, you will. What you used to do in school. That's when you was limited to factual information. Now you've been privileged to truth that comes from God. You got to understand that you are a privileged class of people. Yes, you are. You are a special breed that no longer has to be inhibited by facts. But you've been released to live according to the truth. You've been set free to live according to the truth because the truth will set you free. To do what it is that God said to do. But if you stay according to the facts, you'll stay confined into that limited area that the facts tell you. That's why God does not want us conformed to what the facts say, but to be released to trust what he has to say. Turn to Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. It gets good right here. Y'all getting anything so far? Romans chapter 12. We'll start with verse 1. Verse one says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren. Of course, since it says, therefore, then there's information ahead of time, which tells you why he's begging you. Let's go back up for a second. Let's start reading at verse 33. Well, let's do 32 and read now. It says, for God hath concluded that all in unbelief, that he might have mercy upon them. Oh, the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who have known the mind of the Lord, question mark, or who have been his counselor, or who have first given to him and it shall be recompensed unto him again. For of him, speaking of the Lord, and through him, speaking of the Lord, and to him, speaking of the Lord, are all things. To whom be glory forever and ever. If I could paraphrase that little passage right there, it's like, look, who know more than God? God has already reckoned, God has already concluded, don't nobody believe me. That's why he sent his word. Because he sent his word so that we can believe. And once we receive his word, then we have opportunity to be able to step into the glory and the riches that that word provides. But there are people who still think that they know more than God. That's why he says, well, wait a minute. Wait, who, 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 who did he counsel with to do anything? Who did he ask? He didn't ask nobody. Know what you think about this, man? I don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to come to a conclusion. I need you to share with me what you think about the matter. No, God just tells you what's up. Because he's the one with the riches, the depth, and the knowledge, and the understanding, and everything else. And he wants to share with his people that which is necessary so that they who were doomed not to believe can now believe. Because once they believe, now they can receive those things that he has in store for them, what it is he shares with them. But see, a lot of us, we operate like that. God will say to you, you can be rich. 
And then we'll say to them, well, 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 what about this? Well, what about that? Well, well, I, I was born on the wrong side of the tracks. I was born on the tracks. I was born with tracks. Come on now. All are true. All, all, excuse me. All are facts. Praise God. But at the same time, so what? Because God didn't ask your counsel as to whether or not it can happen. God said, I already know what can happen. That's why I'm trying to share with you what can happen. And because if I can share with you this happening, then the glory of God will have opportunity to be able to manifest in your life so that all glory can be able to go unto him. Therefore, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice unto God. Holy and acceptable unto him, which is your reasonable service. That word reasonable is talking about it's the intelligent thing to do. It's the smart thing to do. What's the smart thing to do? To present your body, take your little body over here, sit it down in the middle of a chair, open up your ears and listen to what the word of God has to say. Because that word of God will give you the ability to believe who once did not believe. It'll give you the ability to be able to tap in to the exceeding great riches that he has in store for you that you is not, is not, I'm in Ebonics, is not presently tapped into. But if you believe, you'll receive. So I'm begging you. That's that the word beseech me. I'm begging you. I'm imploring you. I'm like, come on, pretty please with sugar on top. Present your body a living sacrifice. Throw it up on that altar, alive. And if it get a little hot for you when you start hearing the word, don't jump off. Stay up there. If it seems uncomfortable at first, that's only because your flesh is talking. I wasn't feeling it before. I ain't feeling it now. Are you doing testifying of the longevity of your flesh? It's time for us to be spiritual up in here. Everybody say spiritual. Yeah, say it just like I said, spiritual. It's time to be spiritual up in here. You just, ain't you? You're righteous, ain't you? Child of God, ain't you? Well, to just live by faith. Children of God are led by the spirit of God. Not by the flesh. Not by your feelings. That's why I strike that from your vocabulary. I ain't feeling it. I ain't feeling that. What was us roll our neck when we say it? Stick our neck out and be like, like a turtle. I ain't feeling that. Put your little neck back in. Before it get chopped off. Praise God. I'm teaching real good right now. Folks don't have to like this. He tells you what to do. Chapter 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, because God's already extended mercy into your life, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And it don't stop there. Don't just, well, I'm presented to God. You know, we like God, whatever you want me to do, that's what I'll do. That's what we do. We present it. God, whatever you want me to do, that's what I do. Then God said, I want you to do this. God, whatever you want me to do, do I ain't doing that. You know, God, whatever else you want me to do. Like God going to be like, you know you're right. You know, you know you're right. That ain't really needed. That is not. God ain't doing that. God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the word of God had to say. I hope you're learning that our response to God's word is important. That is, if we're going to receive the things that God told us about in this word. I hope even more 
that you're becoming inspired to respond to God's word properly so that all that God wants to do for you and me can actually be received by you and me, lived out and enjoyed by you and me. I hope you'll become more mindful to respond properly to God's word. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road, San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. And speaking of coming through, I have something for all the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people out there in San Antonio and surrounding areas to do. We invite all the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our early morning summit meeting of the Anointed to Prosper Christian Business Persons Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an early morning breakfast fellowship that's held from 7 to 9 in the morning on the first Saturday of every month where many of the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together to fellowship and network together as well as receive a powerful word from God to help them to be the successful business people that God has called them to be. Second Chronicles chapter 29 verse 20 says, Then Hezekiah the king rose early and gathered the rulers of the city and went to the house of the Lord. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to fellowship and network at this inspiring and informative meeting of the ministers of the marketplace. There is no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. So come on through. I guarantee you you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 